Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... Our heroes found themselves face to face with the missing occupants of the Phylon Crypts. The undead Phylon Lords were now dread warriors, and dread was exactly what our adventurers felt when they heard the voice of their tattooed and wily foe. Soon the party was overrun. Cullen was paralyzed, and Jake once again felt the sting of Thigar's magic missiles. The onslaught was relentless. Esmir was going hand-to-hand with a dread warrior. Jake and Cullen were but a breath away from death, and the dread warriors would not stay dead. Indomitable concentration was used. Elric got fancy. Delicate areas were shocking grasped. But the party forged onward and finally put the Phylon Lords back where they belonged. In the afterlife. Now the Red Wizard was all that remained. But our heroes were barely clinging to life. Which apparently was a perfect time for our cleric to antagonize his arch nemesis. The Red Wizard answered back with more magic missiles. Taking out the birds along with Jake's concentration. Nice going. Then the Red Wizard disappeared behind the statue. But, with the help of their trusty weasel, they found a secret door. The chase was on! Will they finally catch Thigagrin? And what will happen when they do? Will Jake remember to remind Esmere to buy some glitter next time they're in town? Will Jake use his Twinkle Toes maneuver again? Well, I hope not. And, if they all die, will it be for nothing? Or for fortune and glory! Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge and the Sword Coast! I'm coming for ye, you bastard! Jake, Cullen has just discovered the secret door that Thegar has escaped through, it's your turn. What are you going to do? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and 30 gets me right there with him. Show yourself! Show yourself, Red Wizard! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jake jumps back over the stream and joins Cullen at the secret door. Elric, everyone is behind the statue of Tempest there. It seems as though Thegar has escaped again. What are you going to do? All right. I'm going to grasp my glaive firmly and, uh, <laughs> and if I you know it. what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Okay, one, two, three, five, ten, fifteen. So it's fifteen feet to the where Jake is. I'm gonna to run to where Jake is and I'm gonna say, What's happening? And of course the drift globe is following me. There's a secret door here. You see. <laughs> okay. So you run up to Jake and Esmir 
who are peering through the secret door there, uh, and you see uh, Cullen inside a small room, and he's making his way to another door. All right, I'll move up next to uh, Cullen then. Okay. Now, Esmir, the boys have gone through the secret door there. The hunt for Thegar is on. What are you going to do? Uh, Esmir is a little bit pooped because her she's injured. So Esmir's going to pull out another potion. And she's going to say, this stupid thing better make me feel better than the last one. Because I ain't going to piss me off. Come on! Seven. Four plus one plus two. All right. You get seven hit points back. That's better than a stick in the eye. I don't know. How am I feeling? Let me see. <laughs> Are you feeling lightly wounded? Oh, you now have a wound of four. So you're feeling much better. Ah. Back in the green. Time to go. Super green. Kill some red wizard junk guy. Um, so I, that was my action. I can move. So I'm going to just go. Hey, Jake, how's it going? I just took a <laughs> potion. You look so much better. I know, don't I? I myself can use a you potion. You look okay. You look okay. <laughs> you guys are all down a little bit. Yeah, I've only got like 16 hit points left. I got 13 left. Oh, jeez. It's all right. So, Esme, are you going to stop there or are you going to keep going? I'm going to stop right there. I have plans, buddy. Okay. If they don't require running in, running in haphazardly. That's the only kind of running I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cullen, you are in this small room with Elric. Uh, there's an ajar door in front of you. And on the other side of it, you hear running water and Thegar's footfalls running through water, fading away. What are you going to do? I'm going to sprint through this door. <laughs> so, so you're taking the dash action? Yeah. Okay. I can dash, right? Yeah. Hopefully it's not an empty elevator shaft. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be dashing. So I run through this door. Five, ten. I assume now I can see where I'm going. Yeah, you have your torch, right? Yeah. Okay, so you run through the door and your torch lights up a square room uh, with rough hewn stone walls. It looks like this room uh, was carved right out of the earth. And like the shrine, this room is also split in half by a pool filled with clear running water that's about knee deep. Mm -hmm. But this time, the pool is rectangular and it's about 10 feet wide. And again, the water flows in from a small opening in the Eastern wall. But in this room, the water flows uh, out of the pool and into an underground stream that flows through a tunnel in the western wall. And you can see that there is a small pathway along this stream. And then you see in the distance in the tunnel, a red light flicker. So if I, if I, can I like dash for let's five, 10, 15 feet, will I have enough movement to leap over this stream 10 feet yes you can jump over it as long as you have a running start uh, do i have to roll dexterity or anything nope you're strong enough to easily make that 10 foot jump okay so i leap over bunk, 
All right, you run out of the door and leap over the pool and land on the other side. Your torchlight flickers, and you can now see to your left what looks like a stone altar of sorts. Mm. And to your right is the tunnel with the stream and the path alongside it. And then do I have any movement left? Or that's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Let's say 30 lands me here if I jump diagonally. Um, so that's 30 feet. So I should have theoretically dashing 30 more feet I can run. Yes. But as you uh, approach the path, you quickly realize that it's very thin and it's quite uh, eroded. Oh. Right? So if you want to run along it, uh, you'll need to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage because it's so precarious. Uh, there's a big risk of uh, falling into the stream. Oh, oh. So can I then just go at 15 more feet? at like, I guess, normal quick pace without endangering, without risking falling in? Yes, you can slow down to a normal pace and that will give you uh, 15 more feet. Five, 10, 15. How far can I see with this light, 20 feet? Yep, 20 feet and then another 20 feet of dim light and past that, it's pitch black. Uh, but you do, uh, you do catch a quick glimpse of a moving red light further down in the darkness. And you think, it's gotta be Thegar, and he's taken the same path. Oh. All right, now we go to Jake. Uh, still I in the see. shrine, you're looking into the small secret room, and you watch as Cullen runs out of it. What are you gonna do? So, um, utilizing Elric's light source, can I see how deep this is? Yeah you see that it's about, you know, two and a half, three feet deep, uh, but you could also make the jump. I would, so I was, that's what I was gonna ask, if I'm strong enough to do that. Yep, as long okay. as you have a 10 foot running head start, uh, you're strong enough to leap to the other side. Okay, no so that would be 25, 30, I'm at 35, so I would have to be in my, um, my sprint mode. Yeah, you would have to dash in order to land on the other side this turn. Okay, so then I can say then um, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, and then kind of pull up right behind him. Uh, I see him standing there, so I'm gonna slow down and- Be careful in this walkway. Say, what do you see? I'm following the red light. Is it Thagger Grin, that little dirt bag? All I, can, all I can see is a red light. It must be him. Move onward. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to move your spiritual weapon if you want. 20 feet. Oh, yeah. All right, Elric. Uh, Cullen and Jake have run out of this room, leapt over a pool of water, and are heading west. The chase is on. What are you going to do? Okay. 30 feet. I could jump that, and 30 feet would put me right in front of the shrine. Uh, what? What is a dash? Is that twice or is it yeah that's 60 feet that'll put me right behind jake okay i run through there i leap over this 10 foot in full chain mail which is quite a feat and, <laughs> and then i land on the other side uh, ignoring the shrine and i'm running and i take a turn and i'm running past that on the little wet ledge there and i'm right behind jake all right nice esmir 
the boys have all dashed out of the shrine, you assume in hot pursuit of the Red Wizard, uh, what are you and Wheezy going to do? Well, I don't really want to just run into that next room because, you know, I'm a little gnome and I don't know what's going to happen. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up Wheezy. Come on, Wheezy, up, up. Come on. I'm going to put Wheezy on my backpack. Up, up, Wheezy, let's go. And then I'm going to make myself invisible. Okay, and Wheezy uh, freaks out for a second because suddenly he's just floating there. It's okay, Wheezy. Let's go. All right, so I'm going to come into the room now, and I'm going to walk across to the water here, and then I'm going to look across at that thing that... I think it's an altar. Did you say it was an altar? So you come up to the edge of the pool, and you see across from it uh, what looks like some sort of uh, altar that is carved out of the very stone uh, of this cavern room, right? And carved into this stone altar is a basin that's shaped like a bestial hand with long talons. And coming out of this basin is a thin, like, channel carved into the stone uh, that comes out of the basin, down the altar to the floor, and then into the pool. And you also see, resting on top of the altar, is a spear. Hmm. Creepy. All right, back to Cullen. You are at the entrance of this tunnel. Uh, Alongside you flows an underground stream, and along it runs a thin and precarious-looking path. What are you going to do? Um, so, this is the thing. If the wizard is running the same rate I'm running, I'll never catch him. So I'm going to have to dash. How many times would I have to roll dexterity of disadvantage? Every time you dash. So, um... I guess I'll take those odds. Okay. Move yourself 15 feet uh, along the stream there, and then make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. Alrighty then. Ooh. Oof. Both of those sucked. (laughs) Alright. You see down the tunnel that moving light, and you want to catch it. So you start running down this uh, thin, muddy path, and you get about 15 feet when suddenly some loose stone gives way, and you slip (laughs) and fall into the stream. Uh, You fall prone, you're laying in the rushing water, and your torchlight goes out. So is that my full action, or can I try and stand up and get back onto the path? Yeah, you can use the rest of your movement to stand up uh, and get back onto the path uh, right there where you fell off. Alrighty, righty, Rooney. And when you get back on the path, uh, you are soaking wet, right? You are uh, waterlogged, and because of that, your movement will be reduced by 10 feet. <laughs> oh, shit. I just hit a splash, and, I, and the flame goes out, and now all I smell is smoke. And, uh... And, and by the way, what you heard was, shite, and then a splash. <laughs> All right, Jake, you see Cullen start to run down this path, and then you watch as he suddenly slips and falls into the stream. Splash. What are you going to do? I'm going to say, well, that doesn't seem very safe. <laughs> and I uh, reach back with my hand, and I extend my finger, and I flip it towards me. Book! Come this way. Um, I'm going to cast uh, level one cure wounds on myself. 1d8 plus four. 
giving me back nine points. Nice. Very nice. Very and moderate. Now, and now I want to take a slow path um, up this because I realize I'm very cautious, traveling very cautious. So I guess, that uh, what do I do? 15 feet, very cautiously. You only have to roll if you dash. And I'll, if I move my normal speed, then I'm okay. Yep. And then I'm gonna come up here and then I see just this kind of um, silhouette of uh, this dripping boy, Cullen. You must be cold. <laughs> that was a hell of a trip, boy. Yes, and all I got was this lousy dampness. So there I am. I, I uh, eased slowly up this path alongside of the stream and just stopped right behind uh, Cullen. The bastard's getting away. All right, Elric, in the fading light of your drift globe, uh, you see Jake carefully making his way down this narrow path, and you see a wet Cullen uh, crawling out of the stream. What are you going to do? I'm going to, first thing I'm going to do is I've got two potions of healing left. I'm going to drink one of them. So let me put that on me. And that gives me eight points. Two plus four plus two is eight. So I'm a little bit better then. And I'm going to move my normal movement. I'm not going to run because I saw Cullen slip and fall in there. And, and uh, <clears throat> so I'm just going to say, whoa, okay, this is, this is kind of a dangerous little precipice here. So I'm going to just move my normal 30 feet. Okay. Is this path wide enough for two to stand abreast or is it just one? Single file only. Okay. So then I'm behind Jake. And let me move my drift globe up to me. Esmir, you are standing at the edge of this pool here. Uh, Wheezy's perched on your invisible shoulders and you see the boys heading into the tunnel. Okay. What are you going to do? I'm going to say, hold on, Wheezy. And I'm going to jump over the water. Okay. With your magic boots, you easily jump the 10 feet over the pool and you land on the other side. I want to start running towards that way, but Esmir is not able to forget about what she's seeing right in front of her. All right. So you're standing in front of what seems to be an ancient altar uh, with this a scary hand basin carved in it. What do you want to do? I want to, Esmir's going to grab a handful of water and pour it into the cauldron. Hmm. Okay. You scoop up some water and you pour it into this basin. And you watch as the water flows out of the bestial hand and into a channel that's carved into the stone, right? And the water then flows down this channel and back into the pool. Uh, and as you're watching this, uh, you see that the basin and channel are stained. And you quickly surmise that these stains are blood stains. Ugh. And you can tell that these stains Stupid. are old, right? Gross. There's no fresh blood here. Yeah. It's just like old, crusty stains of blood. Stupid, gross blood magic. And does the spear look loose? Yes, the spear seems to be just resting on the altar. And it's just a normal looking spear, though it is, uh, you know, covered in a thick layer of dust. Mm. Okay, so can I continue my movement? 
Yes, you have 15 uh, more feet of movement left. Okay. I'm going to put Wheezy down. I'm going to say, Wheezy, run, okay? And I'm going to have Wheezy run up all as far as he can. Go catch up with the guys, Wheezy. They need your help. You can put him right behind Elric. And he, and he rubs up against Elric's leg. What's up? And Elric kicks him into the stream. No. <laughs> no, that Something's would be attacking bad. Me. He would never do that. No, I wouldn't do that. I save my violence for my foes. And my foe is the red wizard. Yeah. We shall cleave him. We shall mince him. We shall dice him and duly and fry him. <laughs> I have seven herbs and spices. <laughs> All right, uh, Cullen, uh, you pull your wet body out of the stream and you look down the tunnel and about 60, 70 feet down, you see that light source uh, moving further away. What are you gonna do? Mm. Um. All right, so I'm going to try dashing again. You can't get any wetter. I, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. And all I have to do is stand back up, so might as well give it a shot. All right, move another 15 feet down the stream there and roll another dexterity saving throw. A disadvantage. Ah, oh, shit. Be careful. All right, so... I'm just staring at you with a little smirk on my face. Dexterity... Eight. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, I giggle. <laughs> what are you doing, boy? Would it be quicker if I got into an inner tube and jumped in the water and just started paddling? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That rubber inner tube that you carry around. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Jake, you're following Cullen there. And once again, he tries running and splash. He ends up back in the stream. What are you going to do? And I chuckle a little bit. Um, and I roll my eyes and shake my head and um, I'm going to kind of reach behind my head and I'm going to flick my finger and call on my book uh, and it's going to move 20 feet to just under Wheezy's face and I'm going to then continue on and I'm this time I'm going to get in front of Cullen uh, that would be 5, 10, 15, 20 and I'm going to remain in the dim light there. And that's where I'm going to stop. Okay. And just so you know, your uh, spiritual weapon will end next round. Okay. So it, then it just goes away. So I don't have to keep calling it. I'll just have to cast it again, right? Right. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. So you keep moving forward on this ledge and you pass up Cullen as he's uh, pulling himself up back out of the stream. And you look ahead uh, into the darkness and you see a light source bouncing around and moving away from you. Does it seem to be moving at a quick pace? Uh, it's hard to tell, uh, but you think it's moving at the same pace that you are. Oh, okay. Elric, with your drift globe uh, lighting up uh, this tunnel, uh, you again see Cullen go for a dip in the stream and then Jake pass him up. What are you gonna do? So 5, 10, 15, 20 feet will put me right behind Cullen. And that's a single file, and I can't really pass through him. Yep. And 30 would put me in the same... Parkour! Say, 30 would put me in the same uh, square as Jake, so really all I can do is just go up yep. behind Cullen there. Yeah, it's a very thin little pathway, so you have to be, be careful. If you start uh, getting too crowded there, it could give way. Yeah. 
I'm, I, I run up there. That's basically all I can do, shouting, we must kill him. <laughs> all right, Esmir, you look down the tunnel and you see the drift globe and the boys uh, moving further and further away. Now, I will tell you that you can dash along this thin path without rolling saving throws. Because of my boots? It's because you're so small. <laughs> but your boots probably help too. I didn't say it. <laughs> I was going to say because of your stature. <laughs> I'm going to... Um, I'm going to dash. Okay. Because we could come back to this room later if we want. Okay. Um, and I can dash... 12 squares. Nine, Nine puts me here. So you're going to have to stay there because you can't get in front of Jake. Okay. And then Wheezy. Come on, Chip Chip. All right. So Esmir and Wheezy start running down this path. Uh, and they quickly catch up to the group uh, because they don't have the issues that the big lumbering humans have. <laughs> All right, Cullen, it's time for another swim. That's the plan. <laughs> All right. Uh, move 15 feet and roll another dexterity saving throw. Can't get any wetter. <laughs> Could always use a blast or something. Wish I had some twinkling pipe weed. You needed to wash your skivvies anyway. I knew someone was going to say that. <laughs> Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> singing in the rain. Well, yes, it's, it's someone's got to try, and we're never going to catch him. Yeah. But a glorious feet. Hey, fumble feet. Slow down. You would think eventually I'd roll something better. At least, <laughs> I mean, they've all been in the toilet. Single digit, nothing higher than eight. Ridiculous, and that's modified. It's like a game of chance. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jake, uh, Cullen scooches past you and then starts running, and then a second later, slip, splash. You start thinking he's enjoying this. What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, how far ahead does this light seem to be? Um... It's hard to tell in the darkness, right? Uh, but you'd guess, I don't know, it's about 50 feet in front of you. 50 feet, huh? Yeah, earlier he said about 60, so I'm guessing we're gaining on him, but slowly. He's got to walk carefully, too. Okay. So he's probably only going about 30 feet so, as well. So if I... So is, like, putting down my shield and drawing my crossbow two actions... Uh, you can stow your shield as a free action and then fire your crossbow, but uh, you really don't have anything to aim at. Right? It's really dark. Uh, you just there's just this point of light. Uh, but you could maybe I don't know try sacred flame and see if he dodges it. Well, how far does sacred flame go? I don't know. I'm not a cleric. <laughs> Sixty feet. Oh. <laughs> Sixty feet. Mind your shit, dude. I'm awesome. That's what I want to do. I want to fire a sacred flame at the light. What does the sacred flame do? It is... Oh, it's a dexterity DC save. You got to beat a 14. All right, and I'm going to give him advantage on his save. And... Oh, you rolled a five. Ooh, <laughs> two low I rolls. I nail him with a sacred flame. Awesome. And he takes 
three points of damage as the cavern ahead suddenly flashes with sacred light and you hear up ahead, ah, curse you, cleric. <laughs> <laughs> we will catch you, Thagagrin. Hearing your cries of pain gives me renewed vigor. <laughs> oh, the darkness ahead just uh, lit up with sacred flame and you heard Thagar curse Jake. Okay. What are you gonna do? I'm going to run five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, puts me right behind Jake. Let me move my drift globe. All right, so I run to there, and you said that the Thagar Grim is about 60 feet away from us? Yes, you see another light source moving around about 20 feet past uh, your drift globe's light. Okay, I'm gonna shoot a firebolt, because that has a range of 120. Will it be disadvantage, or because I can't really see him? Um, you can, you can aim for the light, right? Uh, but let's treat it as heavy cover. Uh, and roll with a negative five instead. Negative five. Okay, well, that's why I'm using a cantrip, not a Chromius Orbison, because I, you know, I can just shoot these things all day if I want to. Okay, let me go to negative five, click on that. Firebolt. Oh, oh. I totally missed him. Oh, well. It splashes against the wall, ricochets into the water. <laughs> All right, the firebolt lights up the darkness for a split second, uh, and then uh, you see that light source ahead begin to move. But now it's moving much quicker than before. Oh, he got off of the main, uh, this little thin trail. He must have hit solid ground. Yep. Esmir, the tunnel ahead is flashing with sacred flame and firebolts. What do you do? So, I can't get past these guys if I dash? I can't squeeze past them? Yes, you can. Oh, okay. You're small enough to move right past them, right? You can scooch between their legs. <laughs> 60. Let me go there. Are you still invisible? Yep. Yeah. You guys just felt something brush past you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I pinched, I pinched Jake's ass as I went by. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what was that? And then, uh, do, what do I see? All right, so you've passed up the boys and you start to see that uh, up ahead, the thin path begins to widen as the tunnel you're in begins to open up into a cave. Uh, and you can see with your dark vision that at the uh, far end of the cave, the stream uh, turns uh, or forms into like a small pool. Mm -hmm. And then it flows out of a small opening in the cave's western wall and that the path you're on heads into another uh, tunnel on the eastern wall. What you don't see is Thegar or his light source. Mm. And don't forget to move Wheezy. Oh yeah. Come on, Wheezy. Come on, Wheezy, catch up. Cullen, wet, wet Cullen. What are you gonna do? Third time's a charm. <laughs> oh, I fell in the water. <laughs> Would you roll? I rolled a six, my third failure. So third time, not the charm. I think this is your fourth time, isn't it? Might, I don't know, I thought I it was the third. I think it's the fourth time, and I think you probably at this point do feel a little bit wetter. <laughs> fourth one was six, yes, so we've not been over eight, and we've done it four times now. So if I had just jumped into the river stream to begin with and waded through the water, yeah. I would have made better progress. Yeah, you, you should, how far can you swim? Because I, I wouldn't be wasting half my movement getting out of the water. But you would only be moving at half speed through the pond, through the stream. 
So I'm only moving at half now. <laughs> Get back in there. I walk, I stand up, I pull myself through the stream and then step back up onto the path. All right, sounds good. Uh, Jake, uh, you've lost sight of Thegar's light source and something just squeezed your ass and then Cullen just went for another swim. What are you going to do? I am going to move up to here um, and as I pass, I'm sure that I'm going to feel something and something small. <laughs> and I'm kind of going to do a double take of that one little spot as I pass what what I believe is an invisible Esmer. Um, and I'm going to stop at uh, 30. Um, I noticed that the ground is starting to get a little bit wider. Yep. Um, which feels good. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit safer. And then I'm just going to look around and see uh, if I could see any of that light source. You do not. Uh, you see that the tunnel uh, is opening up into a cave, uh, but past that, it's just darkness. Okay. We've lost him. He lost us. All right, Elric, you are up. Okay. Um, is the path still dangerous up to where it widens out? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't see him, so I'm just going to... Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet will put me again right behind Jake. Yep. So I'm just going to be careful and move that way. So I'm going to look back at Elric and say... I think he's in dash mode because I can no longer see the light. We must continue on, though. After him! <laughs> Esmir, uh, you are uh, neck and neck here with Jake and Elric. Uh, what are you going to do now? I'm going to... I wonder... Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dash again. Okay. Well, that's 50 right there. I'm gonna, okay, so I ran past these guys and I ran into the room with the pool. And I was gonna go further, but I think I'm gonna stop right here. And I'm gonna, as I'm running past El Elric and Jake, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna whisper, careful, he could be invisible. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> that was Esmir. <laughs> so, Esmir, as you uh, run into this cave, you see that it is littered with the bones of various animals and humanoids. And you now clearly see uh, ahead of you there, a tunnel that leads out of this cave and heads north. So can I finish my movement? Sure, you can go 10 more feet. By going like this and looking up that hallway. Okay, you move up and you look into the dark tunnel. And I don't see him up there. No, uh, but you catch a quick glimpse of light, uh, flicker on the tunnel wall, and then it moves on. Hmm. Did I do all my actions? You dash, so yes. But you can move Wheezy for your bonus action. And remember, Wheezy can dash too. Oh, okay. Okay. Come on, Wheezy, run! And then Wheezy runs past the boys into the cave room. All right, Esmir and Wheezy have taken the lead in the race for Thegar Grin. Cullen, you gonna go for dip number five? <laughs> well, in for a penny, in for a pound. Uh, let's see, let's give it another try, see if we end up swimming again. Or waiting, really. 
Just awaiting. You're just like climbing back up and jumping back in. And then climbing back up and jumping back in. <laughs> it's like you're not even trying to run. <laughs> the trail is this way, boy. Oh, man. Three. There we go. Into the water. All right. I guess I'll just get out of the water and then go here behind Elric. Hey, from here on out, is it still a dexterity challenge? Or am I in the open enough space? No, you are not. It's gonna. Oh, okay. You got to get to where, like, uh, right past Wheezy, because it opens up right there. It gets narrow again. All right, so you pull yourself out of the stream for the fifth time, <laughs> and you are just soaked to the bone. Uh, water's just pouring out of your backpack. A, a fish flops out of your breastplate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake, uh, Wheezy just ran between your legs. And you heard another splash behind you, and it's your turn. What are you going to do? And I roll my eyes because it happens behind me. I know exactly what happened. If I had succeeded in just one of those six rolls, I would be twice as far as you guys are now. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. So I'm going to I'm going to stay the steady route and dry and go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet up into the uh, area where it starts to open. I'm going to walk um, or I'm going to move at a quick pace once I get out of there to up toward this rock. Okay, so you make your way out of the tunnel and into the cave. So we would be able to dash now or is that rock inhibiting our progress because the water is right to the right? No, uh, from here uh, you can start dashing now. Right, the ground here is uh, much more solid. Okay, cool. And it's All not right, as eroded you. like the path. Okay. All right, Elric, uh, Jake has exited the tunnel. What do you do? All right, so five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30 feet always puts me right behind Jake. And I'm not gonna dash, I'm gonna wait until I'm on more firma terra <laughs> and uh so that's where i am right now i'm right behind jake all right now we well, move my drift globe oh yeah the drift globe comes in and lights up this cave and you can now see all the bones littering the ground and esmir at the far end looking into another tunnel so esmir you see a dark narrow tunnel uh tunnel heading north what do you do i'm gonna continue up to the north I'm gonna dash. This is 30 right here. Okay, so you head in and make your way through the tunnel and it soon opens up into another cave. And this cave's walls are covered in crude drawings of humanoids hunting animals. They're ancient pictographs, like, you know, caveman drawings, right? And the walls in here are covered in them. Uh, you've just entered an ancient shelter of some long-forgotten tribe that once inhabited the Western heartlands. Hmm. And you're kind of in awe uh, looking at all this, uh, but you suddenly snap out of it when you hear a noise at the other end of the cave. And you look and see another tunnel uh, at the northern end there. And for a brief moment, you catch a glimpse of light, but then it's gone. So I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and then I'm going to look up that way. Okay. You head to the other end and you look down the tunnel. 
and you see the tunnel uh, kind of curve, right? So you can't see uh, where it leads. Uh, and other than that, it's dark and quiet. Mm. Okay. Don't forget Wheezy. Oh, okay, come on, Wheezy, keep up. Run! All right. I said that telepathically. You can't speak telepathically to Wheezy, only AC. Can I speak to small beasts? Mm-hmm. Don't you actually have to speak to them, though? I don't know. Maybe I think I think they hear everything I think. <laughs> Through sounds and gestures, you can communicate simple ideas with small or smaller beasts. Okay. But I can still have the delusion that they hear my thoughts. This is true. You can. You can always be delusional, okay. yes. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, Cullen. So, uh, I know when I'm licked. <laughs> I moved the 20 feet, realizing that falling in the water again is not going to be any more fun than the first five times. <laughs> it, was, it was cool the first time, but not the next five times. <laughs> oh, come on. One more time. Come on. It's like a water park. No, let's let's move on. Let's move on quickly now to Jake. Did you pee-pee in the water? This story already in progress. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jake. Okay. Uh, you're in this cave, and you just saw Esmir run into the far tunnel there. And he didn't see anything. I was about to say. Oh, yeah. right. You're invisible. I forgot. Uh, okay. Well, uh, then you saw Wheezy run into that tunnel. Right. So outside of this um, field of light that I'm in, it, it gets really dark. Mm-hmm. So what I would like to do is um, I would like to light a torch. I do have a torch. Okay. Is that one action or two? That is one action. Okay. So I would like to um, light the torch and then I want to... Oh, I can't dash, right? I can only move 30 feet? Correct. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. All right, Elric, uh, you watch as uh, your tutor lights a torch there and then heads into another tunnel. What are you going to do? Okay. Um, I can now dash. If I dash, I'm going to leave uh, Cullen far behind and out of the light, probably. Do it. Go, go. Leave me. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. I can watch the dim light. I'm good. Catch the red wizard. <laughs> 60 feet will put me just ahead of uh, Wheezy. With the drift globe, drift globe following right behind me. I'm going to watch him dash by me. Go get him. Okay. <laughs> So Elric, you dash into the tunnel, you pass Jake, and you come out uh, into a cave. And your drift globe illuminates uh, the entire area. And you clearly see all the cave paintings uh, covering the stone walls in here. And at the other end, you see Esmir at the entrance of another tunnel. Okay. Esmir, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna dash, uh, I'm gonna uh, dash to here. And do I, what else do I see? You see uh, the tunnel uh, begin to get thinner as it starts to curve to the east. So you can't really see much. Okay. Can I continue my dash? Sure. 35. Okay. You head deeper in and you follow the curve of the tunnel. And then you see it open up into another cave. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. Okay. I'm gonna go to here. 
I'm gonna stop here. All right, cool. Okay, Cullen, you've been uh, trying desperately to catch up to Thegar, uh, but in your haste, uh, you've slipped off this path and fallen into this uh, underground stream five times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are now completely <laughs> soaked. You're just a sopping mess. Uh, and your entire party has passed you up. What do you do? I'm gonna walk carefully forward, normal speed. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. To Jay Kook, I, I could just barely make out in the faint glow at the mouth of this tunnel. Hey, Jake, how's it going? <laughs> Jake, you have cleared uh, the thin path and are on more solid ground as you enter a cave uh, where the stream forms into a small pond before it exits out another opening. And to your north, you see a tunnel opening silhouetted by the drift globe. And behind you, you hear the sloshing of wet boots as Cullen catches up to you. Oi, look at you, you're dripping wet. Uh, Jake, I got a little soggy. <laughs> we need to move onward. Esmir went cruising our by while you were taking a swim. I'm glad you caught up, Cullen. We must go. And I'm going to uh, sprint and I'm going to go my 60. Okay, you follow the light into the tunnel and you quickly come out into a large cave. In the light of the drift globe, uh, you can see that the walls are covered in ancient pictographs. In the center of this cave is a large boulder and you can see as you run past it uh, that it's covered in some strange writings. Oh. And at the other end of this cave, you see Elric. Okay, so can I do something really quick? Sure. I'm going to move um, 10 feet backwards because Jake would certainly slow down. Like if Jake saw this stuff around him, he wouldn't be beelining past it. He would <laughs> He'd be, slow down. <laughs> he would be seriously intrigued. Wait, Whoa. what? He would, what is this? He I would see? slow down to a trot. So he slows down to a trot what? and then that's where he's going to stop. You want to roll something? Could I roll about a, a history check? Or a history check, yeah, to see if I notice what these rocks are about. Because I'm pretty much right next to that rock. Oh, and I only roll a nine, five plus wah, four. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't recognize the language that's written on this boulder. Okay. But it looks old. Okay. You know, we forgot Wheezy on your turn, Asmir. What's Wheezy doing? 25. He's going to come up right behind Jake. Hi, All right, Jake. Elric, cheep, cheep. Uh, you've been running through these caves and tunnels trying to catch that damn uh, fleeing red wizard. Uh, Jake and Wheezy are right behind you, and ahead of you is a tunnel leading out of this painted cave. What do you want to do? Tegar Grim, I'm coming for you. I am going to use my dash action to run to the end of the, the tunnel where that pond is, because I don't want the red wizard to get away. Okay. Now, Esmir, you've been running through these tunnels and caves chasing after Thegar Grin, and you've run through a tunnel that opens up into a dark cave. A pungent smell fills your nostrils, and as you quickly look around, you see rat carcasses in different stages of decay littering the floor of this cave. You also see on the eastern wall of this cave here, uh, there is a larger tunnel 
that leads out. But predominant in this cave is a stalagmite in the northwest corner that is roughly carved to look like a crouching bestial humanoid. And what seems to be the muzzle of this beast is painted red. And there is also a red clawed hand painted on its chest. But what really catches your eye mm -hmm. is the walls of this cave are covered in infernal writings that immediately remind you of the ones you saw in Jolkin and Harpshield. And as you're seeing this, you hear a voice that's not Thegar Grins come from behind the stalagmite and it echoes through the cave. Oh, I smell something tasty. What has entered a cave, my pets? I hope it's juicier than rats. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. We weave our heroes surprised by yet another devilish minion of the Thayan menace. What is hiding behind the stalagmite and will Esmir be able to evade this mysterious and hungry beast? Will Cullen ever roll something better? Why would there be an empty elevator shaft in a dungeon? And how wet can you get? Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. Hope you enjoyed that short and wet episode. Now, uh, this session was actually played when they fought Thegar and the Dread Warriors in the previous episode but I was finding it hard to fit it into that episode or the next one without making them too long. Now, I know that for a podcast such as this, it really doesn't matter how long they are. But for me, when I start editing a play session, uh, the first thing I try to find is how the episode is going to end. Uh, since we're approaching this podcast as an old-time you know, radio drama, uh, I feel like it has to have a show-like ending. Right? Whether it be a cliffhanger or a shocking revelation or even just a funny joke or comment that uh, you know makes the players all laugh. And a lot of times a good ending uh, happens before we finish playing. So then, as in this episode, I will continue the game session in the next episode. So, you know, basically I kind of start with the ending. It sounds kind of weird, I know, but I don't know. That's just the way my brain works. And you know what else makes for a good radio show? An awesome theme song by Andrew Capone. Check out his work at andrewcapone-composer.com. And of course, all those old-time radio shows have fun and exciting music and sound effects, which I get from sirenscape.com. And the story we're broadcasting, so to speak, is Scourge of the Sword Coast, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition module from Wizards of the Coast. All right, thanks again for listening, everybody, and tune in next time to see if the party finally, finally, finally catches that rascally red wizard. <laughs>